Say Something, a video podcast so you can listen and watch. It's like sports talk or news talk, but it's life talk to help us walk the road together. I'm Kay, and thanks for joining me and a few of my friends as we contemplate societal issues and ideas, searching for truth so that together we can say something encouraging to folks walking alongside. On today's show, Anne Nielsen, author, artist, and philanthropist, chats with us about purpose, gifting, giving back, as it all relates to each person's unique giftedness. We are all so busy, and I just did not want to glorify that word, so I came up with this little acronym um, that, well, it's Be Uniquely Serving Yahweh Mm. by using what is specifically yours. So we've all been given a gift. And yes. if we can just use it for the glory of this kingdom, um, you know, we're all busy. Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. This is our friend, Ann Nielsen, and she's calling in from, from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> As an artist, author, philanthropist, wife and mother, Ann Nielsen paints and creates her home products with both passion and purpose, giving back to others by contributing to local, national, and international charitable organizations with proceeds from her art shows, books, and products. In addition to Ann Nielsen Home, she also owns Ann Nielsen Fine Art, an art gallery located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Representing more than 50 talented artists from across the world, the gallery is dedicated to being a lighthouse in Charlotte and beyond, illuminating the work of emerging and established arts artist. Find Anne at annielsenhome.com or at annielsenhome on Instagram. I bumped into your book. I'm. It had to have been on Instagram through some mutual friends that shared it. And, it's- and here it is from today's show, Hoda and Jenna's Can't Live Without It. We're back, guys. It's Wednesday and it's time to do our Can't Live Without It. And I need to brag yes. on Anne Nielsen. Okay, this is a book and it's called Angels devotions and art to encourage refresh and inspire and it so touched me just what you're doing with your stunning gift of of just of your artwork yeah that is just um i mean truly a gifting and a calling and then to add that to words Mm -hmm. in the form of a devotional tell us what inspired you to do this Oh, gosh. So, y'all, this has been a long journey. I mean, I um, knew as a young little girl in third grade, I wrote a paper, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I knew I wanted to be an artist. But fast forward, 10th grade, made a D minus in art. What? Um, It's a long story. Um, About eight to nine years to graduate from college. Um, got an elementary education degree and um, taught for one year, third grade, and I really poured in, whether I was teaching science or math or social studies, I always paired it with an art lesson. And um, and so I just, you know, that creativity was, was always embedded in my spirit. Um, I also knew I wanted to be a wife, I wanted to be married, I wanted to have a big family. And um, anyway, during teaching, I did start in my pottery business, which was kind of fun. And, um, but I got married, had four kids and put that dream on hold. Um, I raised my children and 17 years ago, we built our house here in Charlotte, North Carolina, which I do love. Um, it's a wonderful city, but we also love Dallas because <laughs> I, I feel like that's my second home since all my girls, um, went to school there. But, um, Anyway, had a little studio and I started painting 
still lives, figures, landscapes. And I wanted something that to paint that was unique to me um, and reflected my faith. And not that I'm an angel, but I painted this mm. one angel. I experimented with lots of color and uh, texture and, um, and out popped this angel. And I sent a picture to my sister, it was 17 years ago. And she replied, oh my gosh, I think you found your voice. Wow. wow. Over the, you know, all these years, there were so many divine appointments and, um, and you know, our just it was it was crazy it was crazy um these paintings that were itty bitty tiny in the beginning grew to big and large and they went into um galleries and their values started growing and i thought this was eight years ago i wrote a coffee table book a self-published mm -hmm. because everybody wanted an angel and they, they were like they've all you know they, i wish i would have bought an angel way back when mm -hmm. and thought, well, here's a coffee table book. You can cut out a page, you can frame the angels, and then you've got all the stories that go along with the, the journey. Mm -hmm. And um, so getting to the devotional, um, usually a coffee table book you, you purchase, you put on your coffee table. And, you know, I never read my coffee table books. I mean, they're just ornaments on my coffee table. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had a girl and she had thought she had had bought angels in her midst was with the first book. And um, she emailed me about six months later and said, I've had this coffee table book on my you know, table for months. I just picked it up today and I've read it cover to cover and it's my new devotional. And I thought, wow, wow. awkward and big and heavy. I need to get working on a devotional. So um, that we're so excited to have a smaller book that does have the angels and, you know, it's, it's really turned into a ministry. And so we're excited about the new devotional. It is a, it's a sweet little book that has 40 new angels, um, 40 words, because I feel like our words are so powerful yeah. these, I mean, well, always. Especially but, now though, I agree. Up, or they can build down, but yeah. especially where we are today, our words are powerful. With that in and, mind, what was the progress for you like? Because you didn't just start writing the devotional and all of a sudden, voila, you've got a book. How long has it been since you wrote or scratched down on a piece of paper somewhere what became the first devotional in your book? Oh, I, well, I tell, I tell people this. I feel like my life is a devotional. I mean, I, and I'm a big journaler. So, I mean, I knew, even in the beginning, like 17 years ago, I wanted to write. And I love a good devotional. Mm -hmm. I love getting up. Not that I get up every morning early. I'm not a morning person. Um, but I love to have a go-to devotional that I can just sit, absorb God's word, um, and have something that really ministers to my heart. And I feel like during this journey, um, you know, it, when we built our house, um, there were so many things that were happening that I was like, gosh, I mean, this is what's happening in, you know, the physical, God is showing me in the spiritual. And it's just such a powerful visual that I wanted to get into words. And mm -hmm. so anyway, I, I've been, you know, it's been birth for a very long time. The first book that I ever wrote um, was self-published. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and like I said, I did this because I wanted, there are so many people that, um, 
wanted to know about the stories that wanted they were so moved by the angels so i wrote this coffee table book um self-published the being published um i sent a copy to kathy lee gifford mm-hmm. and it's like why did you send up a copy to kathy lee and i said well when i was doing pottery i would always watch the kathy lee and regis show and so i um knew her heart and I knew she would be blessed and I sent her a copy and about I don't know a couple of weeks later I get an email oh my gosh we've got to meet this side of heaven how when where and that was on a Thursday and I was actually going to New York with my three daughters that following Friday and I said well I'm coming to New York tomorrow and she said well I'm going to be out of town so fast forward a couple months later um, I'm doing an art show in Essex, Connecticut, and I was only doing that because she said, I will come. It's about an hour and a half from her. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, good. Let's, let's, you know, let's do this art show. And I was busy just, it was just me. I mean, I had my little studio. I had my 1500 books, you know, in my studio. I was shipping, I was painting, I was shipping books, mm-hmm. painting. Um, but I said, I'm going to go to do this art show. So packed up, went to, um, you know, to Essex. That Friday, she um, sent me an email saying she's not going to be able to come. Oh. No, I was a little disappointed. I took two of my my two middle daughters and my husband. And, you know, it was March first weekend. The town is a precious town, but it was buttoned up. It was rainy. There was evidence of snow everywhere. Oh. We were like, "What are we doing?" My <laughs> girls were like, "Why did you drag us here?" <laughs> And, um, and nobody's going to show up at your show. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we are not going to complain, but we're going to pray right now, whether one person shows up or nobody shows up, we're going to be blessed and we're going to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. We go to the art show and about 30 minutes into it, the, um, the gallery manager came and said, Kathy Lee's up front. What? What? And she was, I'll never forget this. She was like, I bet you gave me the biggest hug. Like she's my long lost friend. And she's one of my dearest best friends right now. Or, you know, she's become one of my dearest best friends. Um, but she gave me the biggest hug. She goes, I bet you're wondering why I'm here. She goes, the Lord woke me up at 4 a.m. Hmm. And told me I needed to be here to encourage you. Oh, come and, on. Oh. And, um, and she prayed. And so we, you know, and I was hmm. starstruck. Like, oh my gosh. And I signed all these books for, her and you know, all these people. Mm. I'm like, I love that person. Oh my gosh, I love that person. And, um, and you know, she said, she prayed for me at the gallery. She gave me her cell phone number and she said, Are you ready? I'm going to hold this up on the Today Show on Monday. And so, again, it's just me mm. working at the studio, mm. shipping and painting. Wow. And, um, she held it up on that Monday and, you know, the website crashed. Yeah, I bet. Um, and I, I just really, I mean, I, and that's what I talk about, these divine appointments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Oof. because of, you know, mm. our friendship and, and the, you know, the divine appointments and the flood of emails that I got from the first book, um, one lady called me a couple of weeks after that. She said, um, I got to tell you, she was, I think, from Ohio. She said, I um, lost my four-year-old granddaughter two years ago. Mm. I have not been able to grieve. She you know, was so upset, so angry at God. 
She said, I got your book. I read it cover to cover. And it's like the floodgates of heaven have opened up and the healing process has begun. That's when it shifted that I knew that this was my passion was to paint. I mean, I I just knew that that's, you know, my passion was. Mm -hmm. Um, Then it shifted into it's a ministry. Mm -hmm. And um, so Mm -hmm. out of that, we came up with a second book, Strokes of Compassion. And so we had these two self-published books that I did, had control of. And when the devotion came out or, you know, it was coming about, I really was praying, do I go the self-published mm-hmm. route or do I go the published route? And I really wanted to, you know, we still want to get our name out there. And, you know, we were kind of at that tipping point mm-hmm. of not everybody knows about these angels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was another divine appointment with Thomas Nelson. They picked it up. Wow. They actually bought me. Um, and my agent is actually in Dallas, but, um, it was just such a neat, um, kind of marriage that we had. And, um, and we kind of came up, kicked around a bunch of things, 365 days. But then I was like, I can't take 365 angels. I love right the now. 40. The 40 mm-hmm. is so So we so did great. 40 and 40 is such a significant number yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. And we just said 40 is a great number yeah. with 40 angels will do 40 words and we'll do these 40 devotionals that really are just, it is my life. And it's, it's really um, encouraging others when they're going through trials or tribulations or even, you know, joyful times. But um, so how'd you decide on the words? Oh gosh. Um, I just kind of started, you know, personal. I mean, what are really personal to me? Um, one of the words that really, you know, uh, was my favorite is busy. And the number one thing that um, during these 17 years and as it got busier and with the books and the products and everything being launched, um, the number one thing people would come up to me would say, oh, gosh, you're so busy. Yeah. You're so busy. You're so busy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, we're not going to glorify that word because we are also whether you know staying at home with kids whether we're you know a doctor a lawyer you know whatever we are all so busy and i just did not want to glorify that word so i came up with this little acronym um that it, well it's be uniquely serving yahweh mm. by using what is specifically yours so we've all been given a gift and yes. if we can just use it for the glory of mm-hmm. his kingdom, um, you know, we're all busy. Yeah. So, yes. And you even know. your patience to uh, the just the patience of sticking with what your giftedness is. And I love that you brought that up, that there is everyone is uniquely gifted and purposed with a calling and that um, sometimes it doesn't just bust out. Mm-hmm. But no. sometimes it does. And it's not about that. Yeah. It's about just walking in the giftedness, the yeah, yeah, that's so amazing. And so I love that you shared how, just oh. even the length of the story. Oh my gosh, when you were, since you were eight years old? I was I was eight years old and I, 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 I tucked away in my, you know, keepsake boxes somewhere, but I found the paper that I wrote in third grade and, you know, in my little handwriting. And I, I need that. to go dig it up and frame it. But mm-hmm. um, I tell my kids like, they were struggling with Spanish or my son was struggling with, you know, marketing. And I said, here, look what I got. I got a D minus and look what God has done. So mm-hmm. just, 
you know, work hard, do your best, and God's got the rest. Girl, you're so. going to make me cry. You're making me cry this morning. This is so good. <laughs> well, and I love that. Stay the course in your wheelhouse of gifting. And yeah. it is one of those things that you just can't stop. Because yeah. I think people wonder what their giftedness is. And it's a, it's this part of you that's in you that yeah. you can't not use. You're not happy if you're not yeah. doing it. Oh, my gosh. And, well, and I'll tell you, I mean, I, so there's so many depths and layers of this, but when I, when I, when we built our home and we, you know, I had my studio and when I was painting and that was my passion, um, I also got out there in the community and I wanted to serve. And, you know, I was at this local homeless organization and I know, have y'all read the book, same kind of different. Yes. And, and I was at this homeless shelter serving one day. Um, I was in the kitchen preparing the physical food. They, there were 300, we call them neighbors, homeless people that were in the gym area. Um, there was a big revival. There was worship music and a preacher. And they were, you know, these, these people had nothing, yet they were worshiping a God as if they had everything. Mm -hmm. And that day was so powerful to me um, as I saw Jesus walking around. And mm -hmm. I got in my car and I'm like, I'm sobbing. I had a brand new Suburban. I was going home to my brand new home and I'm like, you know, how can I help? And I, I wanted to be a good wife. I wanted to be a great mom. I, you know, my passion was to paint and I wanted to serve. And I clearly heard the Lord tell me that day, paint and give back. Now that was 17 years ago. Wow. And, um, and so I got home that day to, we had answer machines and that you had to rewind and have the tape yes. stuff that we get tangled Back up. in the day. And um, a, a lady that was selling my tiny little angels had called to say, you know, this lady had come in from out of town and bought all three of your paintings. And I'm like, okay, Lord, this, you know, we got this, we're going to do this. And, um, several years later, someone came, we, Ron and Denver were, they were doing a, um, a fundraiser here in Charlotte and a friend of mine came over and I was painting. She said, you need to go because there's an art dealer and then you love the homeless and y'all really need to connect. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I can't go. So sorry. And then a week later, the people that were hosting Ron in Denver, um, the belts, John and Kim, Kim belt, she showed up at my back door got to read this book. And um, we've got, you know, they hosted a dinner at their house. And um, she said, we've got a lot of fine art, but they have one of my little paintings. And um, she said, Ron Hall, who's an art dealer and a really good art dealer, like he did, he said, he was, he just stared at your painting and was so moved. And so I, um, I was coming home, we, we have, we were going out of town. We had a wedding that weekend. I was, we were coming back from the weekend and I started the book and my, mm -hmm. it was just my husband and I, and he looked at me and he said, we've got five and a half hours. Are you not going to talk to me? And I said, this is the best yeah, book. It really is. And, and so I, for five and a half hours, it was a human book on tape. I read it out loud. We would have to pull over and hydrate and ourselves. Cry. And then, <laughs> We, um, I got home, I painted Ron this painting called Good and Faithful Servant, sent it on to him. Two weeks later, I get a phone call, it's caller ID, Ron Hall, and we, uh, we have, been, he's part of our family, he's one of my dearest friends, wow. and he wrote the foreword to the book, so in the Angels yeah. in Our Midst, there is a chapter of how our lives collided and how we met and how we mm -hmm. did a, fun, a fundraiser with Denver and Ron and Knoxville, so 
I love Ron and he is a big reason of what I'm doing these days. Wow. And I'm like, I just want to make a difference in this world. And I felt that calling to open a gallery where we represent about 60 artists and we, you know, we give back through art and Ron's been, you know, right there by my side, every step of the way, anybody that comes into the gallery, I'm like passing out his book. Have you read this book? Have you read this book? Cause it's the game changer. But, um, anyway, it's, he's been a huge, one of those divine appointments in my life, but back to the, what we were talking about, you know, there've been so many times that I've questioned, am I doing what I've been called to do? And, you know, God just kind of hits me over the head. Sometimes it's gentle, gentle, and sometimes it's like a hammer, but he has given me this gift to give back to this world. And as long as I have surrendered hands and surrendered hearts to him, he will equip and pave the way. Love so, it. Yeah. I bet choosing one of the words is like saying which child is your favorite. You know, it's just yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But um, is, there, is there a devotion that you go, this one really, really speaks into the day and um, just for an encouragement for the people listening? Oh gosh. Well, gratitude is one of them. It is about my son mm -hmm. and not that I do have favorite <laughs> children and um, I have three girls and then my son is the youngest and he is right now. I haven't talked to him in six weeks. He's chosen a path to be in the Navy and um, he is, you know, God is, he's blazing that path. He loves mm -hmm. God. He loves the country and but I'll never forget, um, I made the most amazing meal. I love to cook. And I think it was just four to nine, my son at home that night. And he comes in and he has the worst attitude. And he's like, I don't want to eat. And I mean, I spent all afternoon preparing this yummy gourmet meal for him. And I just sat him down and I said, what if you worked so hard on paper at school? And I mean, you poured your heart and soul into this paper and you turned it into the teacher and she looked at you and said, I'm just going to give you a big old fat zero and I'm not going to even read it. How would that make you feel? And he sat down and he, you know, ate, he took a bite and then he scarfed the whole plate down. And then he went up to his room and I got this text saying, thanks, mom. That was really good. And I just, you know, I just us being grateful, even for the little yeah. things in yeah. life. And I had to really instill that into my children um, on a daily basis. But, you know, just being grateful that we, you know, wake up every morning, we have purpose. As long as we have a pulse, we have a purpose in life. And um, just mm -hmm. to wake up and know and be grateful. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a great, it's a great word. I like right now yes. there are a lot of people and what we can do um with our gifts and our talents mm -hmm. um it might be small but even small little tokens um make a huge impact in this world today i um i gotta share this story speaking of grateful and gratitude i was um, this just happened about a month ago and i was at our local grocery store and i was getting ready to check out and um, there was a lady behind me and um, she had a little four-year-old little boy and she only had four little items in her cart. And she said, and I had forgotten I need to go get strawberries. So I was 
kind of backing out of the checkout line. And, um, and I, she said, excuse me, ma'am, um, is there any way you could help me? She goes, I'm trying to get back on my feet and, you know, I just, I need help. And I said, well, I've got to go get strawberries. I said, is that all you need? She goes, yeah, that's, that's really all I need. And I, I said, no, 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 you come on. Today's your lucky day. Come on. We're going to go shopping. So we went through the whole entire grocery store and she's, you know, very, you know, just, she's like, no, I really, I promise you, I don't need, you know, much. And, but we piled her cart up with much. And we went through, um, we were at checkout lane number one and um, I let her go before me. And I just told the, the, you know, the lady that was checking us out, I said, I'm going to pay for hers. And so she rung it all up and we bagged it up and I gave her a big hug and I just said, you know, God's got a big plan for your life. She had a story and I just kind of prayed for her and then she left the store. Now it's time for my groceries to come through. And the checkout lady was very angry at me and saying, why did you do that? Why did you do that? You should not have done that. You should not have done that. You know, you should. And I just kept saying, but I, I should, and you never know when, you know, you're going to be called to give back to somebody. And mm-hmm. plus I'm a giver. And she called the manager over to reprimand me. And the manager looked at me and I said, look, I called him by his name on the name tag. I said, you never know when you're going to come face to face with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That he said, yes, ma'am. And walked away. <laughs> the lady was still kind of aggravated at me. Wow. And I kept telling her in our it's broken. We need kindness. We need in me. If we are able to give, let's give. And um, anyway, it came time to round up. She's like, well, ma'am, would you like to round up? And I looked at her straight in the eye and I called her by her name. And I said, now, of course, I would like to round up. What do you think? <laughs> and she just burst into laughter. <laughs> I mean, and I said, Christine, this is what our world needs. I need you to be filled with that joy, that joy that overflows. And, you know, and so we, you know, we wrapped it on up. She was laughing, almost crying. And a little checkout, the guy that was bagging my groceries just said, ma'am, that was an honorable thing that you did. I just, Mm -hmm. so two days I had this person on my heart and I just thought I'm going to go and I'm going to, um, I'm going to um, sign a book, both books, to Christine mm-hmm. and drove up to our store. Of course, I didn't have my mask, but I, I went in. I said, is she at the check at number one? They said yes. And I ran in there and I said, do you remember me? And she said, I do. And I gave her the biggest hug and she gave me the biggest hug and mm-hmm. I gave her the gifts. And I'm just like, that's what our world mm-hmm. needs more of. So it's just that giving, that gratitude, that joy. I mean, the joy that just overflowed from Christine that day was just so awesome to see. So anyway, it was just... Well, we tend to ask people what their top five tips are to a joy-filled life. And so I'm guessing that one of yours, well, for sure, is giving. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> You doubt. know, and, um, yes. and it is so true in this, in today's 
day and the kindness and what it does to fill people's tanks. I mean, even that you were thinking of it for two days, which we talk about that a lot, just what the giving does to the receiver and to the giver. And you never know what's going on in someone's day. And just all we're getting is a snapshot and that there's so much more. And as you were thinking about Christine, I bet Christine was thinking about you for sure over those two days and the the difference that you made in her life. Well, we just, yeah, just pray. I mean, you know, the random acts of kindness yeah. that we can do as an individual. And um, I feel like God can do just so much when we sit with him and we allow our hearts to be open to hearing what he's going to say to us. So um, I just, I pray, I really truly pray that it will be a blessing um, for those who are in a season of um sadness and trials and tribulations or they're joyful um new moms new mothers who have just given birth and they can sit up in the middle of the night while they're feeding and you know read a devotion so i you know i just i pray it brings a lot of peace and joy um comfort and inspiration to so many people in this world so we're excited and um and the reason why i love to tell the story about kathy lee again um you know, it was just one book. And that following year after I met her, um, she asked if we would do her um, Christmas cards. And so mm. we did her Christmas cards, beautiful card, angel on the front, their message in the center. And um, she was on the Today Show with Hoda and she had a black eye, but it was all covered up with makeup. And she was telling the story about how she got the black eye. And she said, you know, I was on my treadmill and our gate, you know, was broken. The UPS guy was there. So I had to put my Uggs on and I ran down to the gate and I slipped on a piece of ice or, you know, she slipped and fell and hit her head. But I got my package and it's my Ian Nielsen, you know, (laughs) to the world. And we started getting phone calls. Do y'all do cards? We're like, we do now. We do now. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, we started with the note card line. I'm a big journaler. So we did a journal line and then it just exploded from there. It's just been, and what I like to tell people, this is a great way um, to have scripture at hand 24 seven. So we all have these little devices, you know, our phones. Um, you know, glued to our hip. And what I like to do, a dear friend of mine told me, um, she plugs in and I adopted this. So I plug in my favorite scriptures in my calendar and I, I write them. I mean, I copy and paste. That's a great entire- idea. That's good. That's a great and idea. And so at th- what my, my go-to all-time favorite scripture is Ephesians 3.20. Now, it pops up on my phone at 3.20 p.m. and not 3.20 a.m. If you're a morning person, you can shift it to a.m. Uh-huh. But at 3.20 p.m., that's, you know, Ephesians 3.20, that God can do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine pops yeah. up. And it's just a time for me to pause and thank yeah. him and pray. And I have others for my children and for relationships. And so... That just on a daily reminder pops up on my phone to just pause. That is so yeah. cool. I love that. Okay, so Anne, um, how this little Say Something show works is <laughs> when we find out we've got a wonderful guest like you, Kay will send out the all call in a group text message to say, who can play who can today? <laughs> and so 
you know, it, it just happened to be me today. And I have just been in tears. Oh, she's um, girl, girl. Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 That's the Lord going before girl. us. I love it. Yeah. So I, love I, it. I, I, I thank God for preserving that special gift that he planted oh. in your heart so long ago um, to bring it to, to, to fruition. And um, oh. that you're blessing so many people, including me right now. I love that. All I have is duct tape. I have a tissue. He does work and weave all of us together for a higher purpose that we don't even know. Well, thank Uh, you so much, Anne, and for spending your morning with us and sharing such a good word. And we're just going to like go out at telling you guys there, please just lean into your purpose and gifting. It's uniquely yours. We all get to to enjoy it when you share it okay so and it doesn't have to be on a grand scale it can be on a tiny scale the scale doesn't matter and uh and so we we just hope that you'll lean into your giftedness and that today you'll go say something encouraging to somebody walking alongside you or even do a little something in the checkout line at the grocery store so and thank you so much um for being with us and so until next time a very special thanks to the amazing Ann Nielsen. Connect with Ann at annnielsenhome.com or at annnielsenhome on Instagram. And be sure to check out Ann's latest book, Angels. And a very special thanks to you. Want to stay connected? Visit saysomethingshow.com and sign up to our mailing list. Or check us out on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, listen on Apple Podcasts, or check out our channel on Truly Media. See you next time on Say Something.